Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. A question for you. Have you ever been in a conversation where you're meeting some new people and they're kind of getting acquainted? Hey, Carolyn, good morning. And uh, you look at somebody, hey, Sarah, good morning from Korea. Good to see you there. So have you ever asked somebody, so tell me what you do. Tell me about yourself. And the first thing that happens is this. Um, <laughs> eyes roll to the top of their head. And this long um comes out because it's like they're trying to make up a really good answer in that moment. And when that happens, it's kind of like, okay, they haven't figured it out yet, right? Uh, people are so impatient now too. They don't wait around for you to figure it out on the fly. You know, we want a movie to play instantly and we want the message delivered in under three minutes. And uh, you know, we we're just in this, uh, we started with the microwave generation where we wanted everything to happen fast and, and uh, instantly be ready. And you know, we're just tapping our foot and just like, get on with it, get on with it. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm telling you that for a good reason today, that's the same kind of audience you have. I don't care what you're doing. Hey, Jessica, good morning. And um, whatever you do, hey, Amanda, um, whatever you're doing, people are looking for a quick response, a quick and ready response from you. And so uh, if you are one of those who kind of goes, um, well, let me see, that's okay. It can be fixed, but you gotta take, do a little work. Hey, Julie, good morning. So what is the work? The work I'm talking to you about today is getting crystal clear, crystal clear about what you bring to the table and what you're about. And I'm going to give you three quick tips and then I'm going to unpack them a little bit. So when you are in a conversation meeting new people and you're having an opportunity, it could be a network meeting, it could be at the post office, it could be at your church, it could be in the community, and people begin to engage in a conversation with you. I don't want you to start unpacking your 10-minute elevator speech, okay? I want you to, number one, listen first. Listen to the other person that's engaging you in a conversation. See what it is that they seem to be asking. See what it is they seem to be looking for. Look in their face. Listen to their voice. And so, number one bullet point, listen first. When you're engaging in a new conversation, don't start, a lot of people don't listen. They're thinking about with their big speech. They're thinking about getting all their cards out. I was in a meeting one time with a person who began digging in their purse for their brochures and cards, you know, and you knew exactly what they were doing. And it's like, no, no, listen first, make eye contact. Look at the person across the table from you and listen first. So num number one, first and foremost, listen first. 
until you observe a little something about this other person. You don't really know exactly which version of your elevator speech that you should bring out because you haven't discerned yet what they're looking for. And your goal is to be of service. Your goal is to connect in a godly way. Your goal is to move them forward. So number one, listen first. Okay, after uh, you've gotten, and this, didn't t this could be 10 seconds. This could be five seconds. I'm not talking hours. I'm just saying pay attention, tune in, listen first. Number two, choose wisely what you will say. Choose wisely which version of your elevator speech you're going to bring out. And then thirdly, when you do open your mouth and begin speaking, I want you to think of it this way. Not, I'm going to see how much I can cram in in this 90 seconds. Not, I'm going to try to rush in for an appointment right now. Not, I'm going to give out 10 cards right now. No, instead, I want you to think about providing a teaser or an on-ramp. A teaser or an on-ramp. Hey, Tom, good morning. Now, at the end of this introduction, you should have looked them in the face, made eye contact, discerned what was going on with them and how you could be of service to move them forward. You would have chosen wisely which version of your elevator speech to pull out. And thirdly, when you do speak, it should be intentional. It should be crystal clear why they need to know you better than they do right now. And so your, your uh, third bullet point is that you're providing this teaser or this on-ramp. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. Let's say I'm in a setting where I'm meeting some uh, senior level business leaders. And let's say I've heard them say, I have this business, I have that business, I do this, this is my profession. They've started introducing themselves. And I'm discerning that I could probably help these people with their leadership development. It's what I do. And so I'm choosing, okay, what am I gonna say when, when I have a moment to speak that's gonna make them wanting more? And it would probably be something like this. Hey, well, I'm Linda Fields. It's great to meet y'all today. I help lead leaders overcome their worst fears and operate in their strength, period. Now, if you're a leader, what do you wanna know? How do I get some of that? What do you mean overcome my worst fear? Do you know my worst fear? <laughs> and they're gonna start uh, processing and they're gonna want more. The goal of your elevator speech introduction should be to establish a strong connection and to leave them wanting more of what you have to offer. And so that opens up a whole, whole other level of relationship possibilities and the ability to set future appointments. Uh, when you go into this discussion and people are interested, then before you start passing out cards, simply say, well, do you have a card that you can leave with me? Do you have something that tells me about your business? And so once they provide that, it's very natural for them to say, well, do you have a card? And then you give it, but you're getting them to ask for what they want from you and need from you so you can respond to them. The, the sales uh, game, so to speak, has gotten a real pushy name and I love sales. Sales are important. Sales are simply getting people what they need so their lives are better. And so Jesus was an incredible marketer and uh, I love the way he did it. He met people's needs. He saw them. He heard what they were looking for. And he gave them something. If that resonates with you, put a little like on this post or give me an amen in the post section. And be sure you share this broadcast today so other people can get in on this good little boost for your week so that we know how to approach people. How do you feel? A couple of questions for you. And I'd love you to type in the answers to this. 
how do you feel when somebody just rushes to the close with you and and you just feel like all they want to do is get uh, in front of you get you on their calendar get you that sample get you uh, on get you signed up and, um, and and you don't feel like they even ask you a question they didn't see who you were they didn't understand your personality they didn't understand your needs it makes you feel kind of used or like somebody that's just a number doesn't it that's not how Jesus did it he looked in people's eyes he felt that woman tugging on his robe when he walked through the marketplace. He felt virtue flow from him. This is what we're talking about. We want virtue to flow from us. Now, what does virtue look like? Is it a prayer meeting? Could be. Is it a Bible study? Could be. Is it you actually coaching this person? Is it you providing event planning services for this person? Is it you doing web work for this person? Is it you teaching this person, uh, giving them greeting cards, things you've created that they could buy from you? This is where we have the big disconnect. People think, oh, um, if, I, if virtue flows from me, that's just me praying for them. Praying for them is an awesome idea. But in that moment, they need what you have. And until you believe it, until you believe you have something in your hand that they need, you'll never be able to just deliver it naturally and empower with a crystal clear message like we're talking about today. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org ppyl.